0: I'm Susan Grace, and this is Be The Evidence. We are at the full moon in Cancer. 16 degrees uh, opposing the sun. At 16 degrees Capricorn, Mercury retrograde is conjuncting the sun. That opposition is in a T-square to Chiron and Aries. With Mercury retrograde in Capricorn, it's at the same time as Mars' is retrograde in in Mercury's sign in Gemini. Um, Mars has been retrograde in Gemini since October 30th. And it's been, Mars has been in Gemini um, since August 30th, August 20th, August 20th. So Mars is gonna go direct January 12th, but then it's gonna take another couple months for it to get out of Gemini. So that's a Mars just been in Gemini for what feels like forever by the time we get through this, but at the moment, the Mars retrograde cycle because it goes direct in just six days it is it is stopping it's stopping at eight degrees before that um before it stations direct or as it's stationing direct <clears throat> and when a planet like Mars slows down because mars is has a lot of force and fire. Uh, and sometimes aggression within it can feel really like someone someone turned up the pressure, like, ugh, okay? So thoughts are really strong right now, but the the thoughts are really strong thoughts within an unknown. And I'm going to be really transparent here. I think this is the sixth take of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> because I went into it anchoring myself within Capricorn of thinking, hmm, I'm going to not fall into how sensitive and overwhelming that full moon and ca- Cancer feels. I'm going to gather around all of the details about what I know is happening. And I'm just going to talk about here's all we have to do about it. <laughs> and oh one take two take three takes I mean I just kept stumbling over my own words and I was stumbling over my own words I think because that's that's not the nature of this energy you don't you don't get into overwhelming sensitive feeling trying to figure things out in a state of confusion and act like you know what's going on (laughs) You don't. That's not how you handle this. And me trying to make it so. Well, it's just the, the energy's just not going to let me do that. <laughs> so, so let's be let's be transparent about this, okay? Everyone is very susceptible to uh, being anxious, ridden, frustrated, <clears throat> and. Honestly, very vulnerable within a high, high, high state of unknown. And it's overwhelming. Okay. And I, I think that if you give in too far into that vulnerability within the unknown and feel like you need to have control within it and not just let yourself be human in the state of not really knowing everything that's that's unfolding right now. You can fall into um, aggression and confrontation. It's out of defensiveness, it's fear based right and you don't want to do that, right I think it's it might be useful to talk about what retrogrades mean. The planets don't literally move backwards in the sky, okay it's they appear. To move backwards in their relative orbits to our perception of being on planet Earth with all the planets moving around the sun. Okay, so the planets don't literally put on the brakes and put it into reverse. So, what that means is that retrograde cycles are apparent specifically to us as humans on planet Earth. Okay, and that happens, well, you know, philosophically, the reason why that happens is because humans need time to catch up. <laughs> that when you have a flood of forward movement, humans are like, wait, what? What is going on? What is going on? And at the moment, <clears throat> uh, I think it's really necessary to allow especially these two, these two retrogrades. Uranus is retrograde too. Uranus is retrograde as well, in addition to these two uh, planets being retrograde at the moment. Uranus retrograde in Taurus, it's in a triangle of potential to the full moon opposition. And I think that Uranus retrograde is is saying you need to be willing to let everything change. Re- just let yourself be surprised. If you're like, what the fuck is happening? Then you are right on time in the exact environment that Uranus does. Uranus pushes us outside of our comfort zone on purpose to get us into new territory. And it can be shocking. It's like shock and awe is what it sounds like to me. But you know, I've been hanging around on planet Earth long enough to know that whenever Uranus pushes you outside your comfort zone you end up being thankful that it did it you needed to be pushed you were way too complacent wherever you were it depends on where it's happening in your chart so already uranus retrograde in taurus is that feeling of i I don't know what's i have no idea what's happening (laughs) and then you kind of you kind of have to be okay with it okay with the not knowing and what i personally say to uranus is whatever that is i'm here for it whatever it is but for me personally, you could, because I'm a double Scorpio, it's about relationships, and I would prefer to be surprised on what's going to happen next in relationships because my ideas and creativity on relationships have can go has run out of steam. Everything that I have done so far ain't worked yet. Sure, surprise me. <laughs> so anyway, that's that's how I try to have some levity about Uranus in case it's useful in some way, but. About the the Gemini energy, so Mars retrograde in Gemini, and then the ruler of Gemini, Mercury, in retrograde. Mars retrograde in Gemini. It is uh, stationing. It's 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 stopping at eight degrees because it's going to go direct on the twelfth. And I think it's really important to be aware that when Mars energy Aries, Mars is the ruler of Aries. When Aries energy uh, stops you can feel it. it's just that it's it's forceful and it's drive. it can be aggression, just stopping one in one place and it because it's in Gemini, it happens to be in the mind so so far, whenever Mars has been retrograding um I've been saying for a lot of people that has been your head aggressively going after. Uh, all the details about anything that has ever, ever happened to get you to where you are right now here in life in this moment. And the the details of that that are useful and you considering on where you want to take action next and make different choices about where you want to go going forward, entirely, you should consider them. But also the things that, that don't matter, or you can't control or not useful in real time and throw you into ruminating which would be South Node in Scorpio, making its way to the first deacon in Scorpio. And the traditional ruler of Scorpio is Mars, although the modern ruler is Pluto, right? If you go into ruminating or self loathing or regret, then it's not useful anymore. So that thing about the head going after all the details, it can, I mean, it can feel like smoke is coming out of your ears and it can, it can breed anxiety. It can breed, it can. It can fire up, it can fuel almost an unreasonable sense of urgency. Like, you got to do something right now, immediately. And it's like, yeah, don't. (laughs) If you can afford it, don't insist on doing something immediately right now because you can't see everything. Now, what I always try and tell people is that. If something's right in front of your face and something has to be done, we can't stop the world from spinning because something is in retrograde, okay? But if it can be avoided, please wait and just try to sit on your hands and know that you need more information. okay Mercury retrograde and Capricorn involved in the full moon uh, is uh, in my opinion, um, asking that you consider, That you need to figure out how to be um, disciplined, focused, and committed to being all the way into your life and take responsibility for your own energy in your life. So Capricorn's ruler, Saturn, is in Aquarius while this is happening. Aquarian energy is um, owning your own energy and committing to the things that resonate with you and align with you and and just turning away from everything that that doesn't align with you and cannot go with you into the future and so that mercury retrograde energy in capricorn is uh whenever you're you're when mars retrograde is picking up all the details on what got you here and how you need to make different choices and you're going to move into a different direction then mercury retrograde in capricorn is what can you commit to what can you what can you commit to um, in a way that leads you into uh what will stand the test of time from here going forward, which means you're going to have a have to leave a lot behind that won't stand the test of time uh in the long haul going from here okay and so um I have noticed that um uh, whenever I am in readings one on one with people when i um and see and seeing um Some of the ways that people um, comment or message me in response to my social media posts, um, the the talks that we've had in the The BeTheEvidence.Live membership is that thing about feeling just overwhelmed with, um, with trying to figure it out. It's just a lot. And then you put the full moon on top of it in cancer and everything feels like it's extremely personal. Not everything right now is as personal as it feels, but it sure as fuck feels that way. The other thing that, well, a couple of things that are happening in here is <clears throat> the nodes, North Node and Taurus, South Node and Scorpio are making their way into the First Deacon. And I, I feel like I mentioned this in the last podcast. And, and even if I did, I'm going to say it again, when those nodes get into First Deacon, it, it feels intensely personal, especially because it's Scorpio and Taurus. And like I mentioned a second ago, the traditional ruler of Scorpio is Mars. We're in Mars again. And then as of December twentieth, Jupiter has gone into Aries. there's Mars again. and And so, in this environment when you when you feel like your head is is overwhelmed, your feelings are overwhelmed, there's a sense of urgency going on, but you're not sure why, because you can't see everything. You feel like you need to make some moves, but you can't see the full plan. You can't see the full plan because Mercury retrograde, Sun and Capricorn are saying, you need to think about this plan longer. You don't un- You don't understand the full scope of where you want to go yet. All of that energy, uh, every every time I'm about to say this, I'm like, man, I don't want to say that. but. I would be remiss if I didn't, it's going to keep building. It's going to just keep building in, in six days from now. So this is the full moon on the 6th of January In six days, Mars goes direct. And obviously there's Mars energy again. (laughs) Right. And then uh, on the 18th, um, Mercury is direct. So now it's forward movement about thoughts and action. Okay. But on the 18th, by the time we get to there, the notes are all the way into the first deacon. As of the full moon on the sixth, they're at 11 degrees. They go down to 10 degrees when we get to the 18th, when both Mars and Mercury direct, then they're down to nine. They're fully into the first deacon of those signs, Taurus and Scorpio. And so it's even, even more intense, uh, intense, overwhelming, personal. Feeling like like arguments are just right on the surface, um, confrontation being very live, and the risk and and probability of people popping off in you know, aggressively out of fear and in wanting to somehow gain a sense of control within the unknown that that energy just keeps going up. And it's going to keep going up into February. Uh, In January, January 22nd, Uranus is the last planet to go direct. And at that point, we'll have all planets direct. Um, That that Mars energy keeps building in the background, but it, it becomes less and less in the background as we go through January and into February. And then in March, we've got... Saturn changes signs Jupiter crosses Chiron Uh, there's a new moon at zero degrees Aries and then that's a four that's that's later in April 20th new moon solar eclipse at 29 degrees Aries that's even more Mars energy Pluto changes signs Mars itself changes signs I mean it's just oh it's just a lot (laughs) it's just a lot and so that brings us back to here um there's intent behind this energy. And I and I think the intent is you need to learn that thing, that Capricorn energy of Mercury with Mercury retrograde, of get disciplined about showing up in your life in a responsible way. You're responsible for your own energy. You're responsible for where your life is going. You're dedicated to being here all the way. And the full moon in Cancer is do not let your cup go to empty. Don't let it go to empty. And if that means you need more rest, you need more rest. If that means you need space and oxygen, then you do. If you need to change the way that you're eating, the way that you're sleeping, the way that you take care of yourself, then do it. Okay. It's the responsibility of it. And that, that plan of action, oxygen, that plan of action, (laughs) uh, on how you're going to show up in your life so that you're taking really good care of yourself, the, That's in a square to Chiron and Aries. That plan cannot be that you're just going to keep pushing through and being mean to yourself. Suck it up. Push through. You're fine. Uh. Okay? And yes, of course, of course, my alarm is going off in the middle of this. There's no way I'm going to partake seven. I'm just not. (laughs) Oh, man. Anyway. Uh. (laughs) The square to Chiron and Aries. Chiron and Aries people have uh, an ancient wounding that that produces a pattern of just being really hard on themselves and just and you just how much can you take all of it you just keep pushing and and the the, how you resolve that t-square is you go to the opposite place in the chart from the apex of that t-square the apex being Chiron and Aries and that takes you to Libra how you take care of yourself in a responsible way and be dedicated to showing up in your everyday life because your life belongs to you it doesn't belong to anything or anyone outside of you is you look for the flow you look for balance and harmony and flow you look for the flow if if you are having to put yourself last that is not flow if you are giving yourself agency over to the traditions, rules, and expectations, structures, and control systems of something outside of you. That is not flow. If you're pushing yourself past the breaking point, that is not flow. And so I think it's really important. When when I'm in a T-square, I always ask why. Why would you do that? Why you would do that and then get yourself into Libra is because that erratic, forceful, unpredictable, uh, wild and out energy is going to keep increasing. You're and and I and I want to keep saying and I will keep saying, please do what you got to do to show up well for yourself, so that you're not part of um, the mess that's going to come out of that, of people just bouncing off the of walls, starting dumpster fires, getting into conflict when it's completely unnecessary, and and being hotheads. You don't want to be. Part of that, you probably will. It probably all of us are going to look up and go, Oh, god damn it, it got me too. <laughs> but it's how you go back into your discipline, how you go back into your ritual, how you go back into your self care, how you don't push past the breaking point and you look for flow that you get yourself back into alignment. Because we're not going to stay in that energy. It will be a lot, a whole lot. And I don't want to understate that. Okay, we're all going to look up. we're going to see it building and building, January into February, into March. We're going to go, what the fuck is happening? And then just when you think we've seen it all, we're going to see more. (laughs) And it's like, oh, my God. And then Venus is going to come in, okay? Venus starts, Venus, Venusian energy starts coming in May 16th. I know that seems like forever, but it's going to be here in a hot minute, okay? And Venus energy, there's going to be a flood of Venus energy after a flood of Mars energy probably venus is going to come in and she is going to feel challenged like she's got to clean up all this mess that happened before she got here but it will be very different and i'm going to be saying please try to not overreact and get caught up in that erratic kind of energy because we're not going to stay here we're going to move past it okay but the intent behind all of this is to show that we can, we can follow through on the splitting of worlds that we've been learning about the last couple of years. And that is that you're responsible for your own energy. You can go to a different frequency. And rather than just being a reactive person who bounces off the walls everywhere with no intent into what you actually wanna do in life, you can let Venus lead. And Venus leading means, what are you trying to receive as an experience or an emotion? What do you want to open up to in your life? And then let action and the goals or the the, the the circumstances or the people or the relationships or the house or whatever, whatever you want to go make happen, have that follow. But start with intent, not unlike how we're looking at the current astrology. What's the intent of it? Where are we going with this sucker? And once you know where it's going, first of all, it doesn't feel quite so personal. You know that you can navigate it and you can write it out and you can look for the instruction. And then act from there right so it's applying the macro to the micro the macro of what's the intent of this in general and then applying it to yourself and that changes the frequency that you live in that's why you're gonna you're gonna see that the splitting of worlds is becoming very obvious in 2023 the split has already happened it's just which split which split do you live in are you saturated in old patterns can't let go of them you can't let go of the stories that you've been telling yourself, you can't let go of all the things that have happened and you just keep repeating it over and over and you're just stuck. You're stuck in a whirlpool of what's always been and you and you're and you can't change or get out of it. Or are you going I'm going whatever it takes, I'm going to change and get out of here. And you go into a different frequency. That means Um, making different choices, it means rededicating yourself into the responsibility of navigation of your own energy, it means self-care, it means making different choices, it means not touching the things that don't match your frequency anymore and getting into alignment with the things that will and take you into a future forward way of being. See, it's simple. (laughs) It's, It's not simple, it's challenging. We're all in here together, but there is rhyme and reason to it. Okay, so lots of self care under this full moon. Yes, it feels very personal and overwhelming, but we're all under the same sky, and there is long term rhyme and reason to what what what's happening here. If you have to, if you want to, come back and listen to this again. There might be more that you pick up the next time you come listen to it. Okay, and you know as usual, we'll, we'll just we'll just keep going. And I really appreciate you listening in and being present. Uh, being, continuing to be present no matter what no matter what we, we keep navigating through it thank you for joining me this week if you'd like ongoing support outside of these podcasts you're invited to register as a member at evidence.live and receive your invitation to join all of our community in the new app which we are very excited about you can also schedule one-on-one time with me at susangrace.org we'll talk again soon